0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Identity Insights by Indicio. I'm your host, Tim Spring, and today I'm joined by Indicio software engineer, Colton Wilkins, and deputy CTO, Sam Curran, and they're here to discuss the recent progress made uh, on Didcom and the new interactive demonstration that's available. Thank you both for joining me today. Uh, Would you mind starting us off with a quick introduction of uh, yourselves?
1: Uh, Certainly. Uh, My name is Colton Wilkins, and I have been doing software engineering my entire life. It's been a hobby turned into my career and <laughs> always been able or wanting to work on the future of technology. And that's what we're working on today.
2: Uh, Sam Kern, I'm uh, the, uh, the deputy deputy CTO, and I'm an architect at DCO. The, um, uh, my involvement with the DIDCOM community spans back into its origins within the Aries uh, community, but also uh, with the DIDCOM spec working group at the Decentralized Identity Foundation, where that uh, spec was grown and finalized, um, and, uh, and where and where DIDCOM work is is happening going forward. Um, and uh, so I've been involved for a long time, and it's uh, it's really cool to see how much it's grown and changed and evolved and become thoroughly awesome.
0: Nice. Well, no, it's uh, very good to have both of you. Appreciate you making the time to talk to me today. Uh, so I'm going to start you off with kind of a leading question because I know what we're talking about, obviously. But what is the latest with Didcom? Uh,
2: the Didcom v2 spec was finalized uh, a, a while ago. It's been pretty stable, um, and uh, but the adoption has been a little bit uh, has been a little bit slow. The reason it's been slow is because the primary community that has used Didcom before um, is uh, is still using Didcom v1 for mostly just speed of development reasons. That's a hyperledger areas community. There's a lot more folks that 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 are joining straight to Didcom v2, which is which is the the more natural path to to join today, and so our efforts. Um, in in recent months uh, have been around improving the documentation and the ability to teach people about didcom and help them understand what it is as they're coming online with it um, to help those that are seeking to adopt didcom and so uh, the the spec itself has been relatively stable but we hadn't uh, put enough efforts into teaching uh, materials and into marketing and other sorts of things like that and so uh, this uh, and so uh, we have some cool stuff to show today that's a result of those efforts uh, is is you know, working to create tools to um, help
0: people learn and understand uh, the technology and what it does. Sounds good. So, uh, is it particularly difficult to switch from V1 to V2, or it's just because they've already have it? What is?
2: It's it's mostly because they have it and it works. Uh, is is why the Hyperledger Aries community is is only now sort of beginning uh, more serious efforts to transition. Um, the, the V1 uh, worked. But uh, it's not as nice as is V2 if you're going to pick up something to adopt V2 is definitely what to adopt. Um, and so it's not that um, it, it's not that it's hard. It's just that what they have already works and there's a whole bunch of production systems already using ARIES uh, bases. And so, uh, you know, the migration of something to, uh, you know, to a newer version just naturally takes a little bit longer in, under those conditions.
0: All right. That's fair. Um, so why was a demonstration kind of set as as the, the way to go? Uh, so I need to place blame in
2: the appropriate places. <laughs> I was lamenting uh, in, 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 a, in a conversation inside of Indicio that it would be really great if we just had a way where people could like see how this all works like in a browser and they didn't have to like install anything and, and, and whatever else. And, and Daniel Bloom uh, is, is a largely a guilty party here. Um, he heard my, my ranting about that and couldn't sleep one night and, and, and by morning had the, the most, uh, you know, the, the basic framework of, of what we're about to see created. Um, and that was subsequently subsequently worked on by um, by by Colton and, and Daniel and also Micah on our team. And so um, my contribution uh, to this is mostly complaining about things, and then all <laughs> of the actual productive work was done by by Daniel and Colton and Micah. Uh, and so uh, that that uh, that came about lamenting the lack of something like this, and and now we have something like this uh, <laughs> due to the the fantastic efforts of of uh, of those I've I've blamed for for our progress.
0: Awesome. I mean, well, if it works, I see no reason why not. Um, uh, I would love to see it if we could possibly uh, show, you know, the people at home what the demonstration looks like.
1: Yeah, certainly. And uh, as Sam went ahead and mentioned, Daniel came up with this uh, just, you know, one night per se, came up with the basic framework. And uh, ever since then, we have, Worked to build what you see before us here today. I have it open in two different browser windows, two different tabs. Uh, this is the DIDCOM demo. We've had been having a lot of fun <laughs> working on this project, and to describe uh, briefly what we've got going on up in the top, we can see each of these ones named Alice, ones named Bob, and next to them they have this Did peer that is truncated. This is the A connection identifier that can be used. uh, To connect to varying agents or in this case connect to the DEMO itself, so if I click on the copy button for Alice's did copy it to my clipboard. And add a new contact over here at Bob paste in Alice's did and it's got a bunch of information in here that's encoded things like the. Uh, verify the signing keys, the encryption keys, and where to find the other agent. So if I hit Save here, you'll see that they've already recognized each other, I can open this up and see both Alice and Bob They and they've exchanged messages here on the left hand side. On the right hand side, we can see the raw messages that they exchanged. And if I say, you know, Hello Alice. We can see that Alice receives a message from Bob saying "Hello Alice."
2: It did come itself is a technology that allows any two parties with the Did to securely communicate with each other, and so the messages are created using, uh, you know, useful semantic information and encrypted, and then transferred to the other party where they're decrypted and they can they can work. Um, the The view here on the right hand side of each of the screens that Colton is showing is the decrypted view, um, because we're trying to help people understand, but the messages are actually passed um in an encrypted form and if you go dive into the source code or you know go and kind of use browser tools to inspect what's going on you can see the details there but um but uh, this tool helps you to sort of see the the basics of what's actually happening back and forth so Colton you showed between two browser tabs
1: is it required that you do this within two tabs on the same computer actually no so you and I are we're not even in the same office you know, we're both in our own home offices. And if I uh, take this did from Bob here, I copy that to my clipboard and I paste it or I send it over your way. You should be able to take that. Yes, I'm
2: copying that out of the chat and I'm not gonna screen share here, but you'll see what happens. I copied that out of the chat and I have done the same ad did that Colton just did. Um, And you'll see a new contact show up on Colton's screen there.
1: Yep. And here I am looking at Sam, which we just got added right here, right underneath Alice. And Sam just sent me a message saying, hey, demos are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you can use it on the same machine, but because
2: of the technologies involved and the way the Didcom uh, works, it doesn't have to be on the same machine, um, which is a really powerful, both piece of Didcom, of course, but also running the demo that if you want to do this with um, you know, with, with people that are not, uh, Colton and I are not only not in the same building, we're not even in the same state. Um, and so we, we live in different states and, and it doesn't matter, uh, anywhere on the internet, this will work without prior configuration or, or funky stuff to, to, to work out.
0: All right. So could you paint a picture for me in terms of like what this look, would look like, uh, exchanging verifiable credentials, for example, like, is this already exchanging verifiable credentials? Is this just a secure connection? uh could you dive a little deeper into what's what's actually happening here
2: yeah so this is just a secure connection and just to, to demonstrate the didcom technology itself um didcom supports protocols that can be designed on top of it and so um on the screen there you see several there's a there's feature disclosure there's profiles there's there's messages that we've been uh sending and and each of those uh protocols are designed for something specific um, there are protocols that can pass credentials uh, over didcom uh, issue credential and present proof are the are the main protocols there those are not implemented in this demo um, it turns out to be substantially more complicated with how key management happens and a handful of other things and so we wanted to keep the demo simple and focused on just sort of the basics of didcom itself so that people understood the sort of the underlying technology and then uh, we'll have other uh, both uh, educational materials and, um, and and things like that. Um, there's a there's a resource we have at at the, the DidCom book is is a is a project under creation. That's at book.didcom.org, um, and uh, and there there'll be sections there that of course talk about the Verifiable Credential protocols and understand how to use them. Uh, but this hands-on demo is 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 uh, is focused just on the basics of DidCom uh, to help people understand the, the the fundamental underlying mechanism that's being used to communicate.
1: And to expound on that uh, how it's a limited feature set, you can see in the feature disclosure here uh, on both sides, there are only four protocols being listed. Uh, Discover features, which is the feature disclosure, trust ping, the basic message, which are the messages we sent back and forth, and user profile, which is what communicates our names to each other
2: so there's only four protocols actually shown in this demo there's lots more protocols that exist and of course any protocols can be created for any purpose um but but just the basics here uh, you know showing how that how that actually works yep. uh quotes cool. pulled up yeah here on didcom.org there's a, there's a list of protocols for various purposes um, and and more being created i j- just had a, a, had a conversation earlier this week with a community that created a set of protocols uh specific to to their technology um and uh and so there's there's uh, there's lots being created all the time
0: all right very cool so if you were to take one of these protocols on the left side of colton's screen uh would it work in the demo if it's using the core technology or the demo is only set up for these four
2: the messages will pass just fine, um, but the but the 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 software, the demo software won't understand what the messages are so it'll just display that an unknown message was received. Um, and of course you can see the details on the right hand side, but it's not going to know what to do with the with those protocol messages because it, you know, support for those has not been added to the demo. Um, the, the There are there are software, there is software that that understands all these protocols that is created. Um, in the Hyperledger Aries project, there's software that does this, as well as the the uh, the Veramo project within the Diff. Um, also has support for for Didcom um, and and for various protocols. So there is software that exists that speaks these things. Um, but uh, but the the goal of the demo was just to, to stick with the basics and 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 try to avoid um, adding too much uh, so that it would be it would be a good sort of basic understanding tool.
1: And like you mentioned uh, earlier, Tim, you're asking about verifiable credentials. So if I look at the issue credential here. And if I were to dive into the specification here, grab the. uh, Type here so proposed credential and try to send it across. uh, What we'll see is when I try sending this issue or proposed credential here, even though I don't have all the right body information when I send that over to Sam, it says unknown message type so it it can kind of work with the stuff, it just won't, everything will be unknown unless someone goes in and modifies it themselves, which we fully encourage people to do, play with it and find out what you can do with the technology. So the, the demo, the, the modification he's talking about, of course, is, is the demo here
2: itself. Um, up in the upper right-hand corner, uh, there's, a, there's a link to the GitHub repository for the demo and all of the code um, that exists as part of that is here. Um, that, that makes all that happen there's it's written in typescript um, and then also there's uh, the uh, help link. Um, that's up next to the github one and that contains a little bit of a sort of a written description about how you can use the DEMO and and sort of behaviors that it has. Um, and so this you can uh, you know if you're looking for what you can do with it or how it works or or what features to experiment with then, then that that help link will will give you this and then guide you a little bit through a, through the DEMO yourself
0: um i think that's a good spot to end the demo section unless there's anything else you two want to cover
2: no that's a pretty good one we didn't show all the features the demo has but we want to keep you in suspense and guide and, <laughs> and encourage you to go play with the demo <laughs> yourself go learn about it um and uh and and, and you can you can uh, see what's really going on uh, under the hood both with the inspection of the code if you're interested but also just play with it in the browser to uh, to understand the technology and how it works
0: nice um so if one wanted to get started from this demo, uh, how would that kind of work? Can you copy the code underneath the demo or how, how do you get started with this?
2: You can um, we're also working on projects um, that uh, that will end up in, in the in the did book as mentioned uh, as a quick start that can help you to understand how to write code on your own machine that does this. Um, I think the first thing that may arrive is a, is a is a is a Python script that Colton is working on, which will show you how to run, you know, a basic uh, set of code on your own computer to communicate using DIDCOM um With other parties, it could be the same set of code, but you can also um, connect it in with the uh, with the DEMO. Um, and you can have the the python code running on your, comu- your computer you know communicating with the uh, uh, with the information or with the browser-based demo as well uh, because of the way the technology works so um so there's some ex- there's some uh, coming guides that are not quite uh, yet there as they're there we'll b- both uh, be able to update the documentation it would be really fun to to show uh, maybe here uh, uh you know how that works or the advancements that we've made um The other thing uh, to mention, too, is that if you're if you're interested in diving into this stuff, particularly for use with verifiable credentials and things like that. There are software projects like I mentioned that do this. So this is not something you have to uh, you have to start from scratch. I mentioned Veramo. I mentioned the Aries projects as well um, that are that are existing tools that uh, that make that work.
0: All right. And yeah, going slightly deeper into that, are there any, you know, live production? Maybe products that people could see out in the world that uses did come if they wanted a bit more, you know, example like, oh, it's already implemented in this, you know, go try it out here. And then if you want to play with it yourself a little bit more, the demo has it as well. And you can customize the demo to whatever extent you want. So the demos uh, we,
2: we have a, a list of features that we'd love to add we'd love to support more did methods, for example, um, and uh, and a handful of other features, you know some syntax highlighting and and some other uh, other useful things there. Um, there are a bunch of uh, instances of Didcom being used in production, but it's not as widely known as we'd like actually i'm going to point a, a finger at Colton here he had a really good idea earlier this week. Um, that the Didcom community needs to produce a a powered by Didcom uh, badge that can be included both on websites or within products to help people understand that Didcom is one of the technologies being used to make it happen. Um, and so, uh, and so that that's going to take a little minute before we we have that ready and can spread it around the community. Um, it is in use within the Polygon ecosystem. Um, and it's used within Hyperledger Ares, of course, what I, which I mentioned and and lots of the Hyperledger Ares projects have production deployments. Um, there are uh, Ares bifold related code bases that you can find in the store. Uh, DCO has one called Holder Plus, um, uh, and there there are others. Um, as well as uh, Aries Cloud Agent Python um, and uh, Aries framework JavaScript, AFJ um, are, are several of the uh, active uh, projects that, that there are production deployments of. Um, uh, and, of course, we're, we're the Indicio people. Uh, we have our, our proven product line, which, which is built on those open source foundations. And, uh, and so, of course, also has the benefits of, the, of uh, protocol support in this way. Um, the Ares uh, community is still transitioning, like I mentioned, from Didcom V1 to Didcom V2. And the demo is Didcom V2, it, that, that's what it supports. Um, as more and more projects come online over the next several months um, with Didcom V2, um, then w- you, you know, you'll know you be able to directly actually use those products if you wanted to directly with the demo and you'll be able to see it working back and forth in really cool ways. And we're excited for that to be, the, to be a common thing that we show.
1: And one of the things that Sam mentioned was like the whole Powered by Didcom. Uh, one of the things about finding technologies that work with Didcom just out in the wild, it's very hard because it's like finding technologies that use, say, uh, HTTP or um, you know various other communication mechanisms. There are video games that use normal HTTP connections to communicate with the backend server, but because it's a video game, you can't see that <laughs> because it's all stuff that happens under the hood. And the same thing applies for Didcom. You can do so much with it that. Without knowing what's going on under the hood, it can be completely invisible to you.
2: The demo we created here is obviously a technical, uh, you know, oriented demo. This is intended for developers and other folks that want to dig into the details. Um, and uh, and and of course, we ex- like HTTP or WebSockets or any of these sort of fundamental web technologies. We expect that most of the people that actually use uh, you know, products that, that, uh, that use this technology won't actually know it. Um, and that's okay. We don't need them to. Um, but, uh, but the goal is to help, uh, developers, uh, that, that want to leverage this technology, uh, into their own projects, understand where it is and, and, and what they might use it with. So more more coming on that, uh, on that nature. I, I think the powered by didcom is, I want I want that on a t-shirt. I want a powered by didcom. T-shirt. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> I think that would make an excellent t-shirt. I'm, I'm picturing I something think. in the vein of the, you know, Intel inside, but, uh, <laughs> But did nice. come
2: inside <laughs> exactly
0: um awesome well no i think uh we're kind of coming to the end of our conversation but i would love to hear uh if you can obviously uh basically what you're working on now and any projects that are kind of coming coming soon uh for people to look out for Colton sam is there anything that you think you know is coming soon enough where it's, it's worth kind of mentioning like hey keep an eye out for this cool new feature
2: I think we can tease a little. Yeah, go ahead, Colby.
1: <laughs> well, well, like Sam went ahead and mentioned, I've been uh, working on a Python script that if effectively communicates DIDCOM and you can uh, connect to the DIDCOM demo, for instance, create like a you know, bi-directional communicating bot. But the goal of it is to provide a simple example that allows people to send and receive DIDCOM messages in any way they would like to, whether it's sending a notification, asking did you really make this big transaction or are you sure you want to spend ten dollars on that gotcha game (laughs) um but there's so many possibilities with such a technology for instance i could run the script on my home computer have a business card with a did in the nfc or whatnot someone goes ahead and scans this powered by didcom business card and up pops like a messenger window that would be able to communicate with me there's just the possibilities are endless as we start to dive more and more into the technology
2: now i need a business card with a did and, and an nfc chip on it that's fantastic <laughs>
1: no
0: that that's sounds great. super interesting for sure uh,
2: so and that project is cool that's going to help update community documentation in, in our in our, our trainings uh in the community and you know um, presentations are going to incorporate that as well um, I think we'll probably also produce uh, after the Python version. We'll probably produce like a JavaScript uh, Node version of a, of a similar thing, so that people can see it in several different languages. Um, and so that's the stuff that's coming pretty soon. There's there's other stuff that's that's cooking, uh, you know, more deeply in the background. But uh, but this should be uh, this should be coming along, um, you know, with a little bit of a shorter timeline.
0: Nice. Uh, well, it looks like that is uh, going to bring us to the end of our conversation. I appreciate both of you for taking the time to talk to me again here today. Uh, If you at home are interested in learning a bit more about verifiable potential or decentralized identity technology, uh, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. We'll continue to bring you some more educational content or just cool stuff that's happening in the space. Uh, Thanks again, Colton and Sam. If people would like to learn a bit more, uh, right, we'll be sure to put a link to the demonstration in the description here. But if you would would like to learn a bit more, uh, where would you suggest they look?
2: There's also a a, a blog post um, at the uh, at the, the Diff uh, uh, blog uh, that's a blog.identity.foundation um, that uh, that goes into some more detail um, and, and talks about that. Uh, that's a good read. Um, and then the DidCom users group um also meets weekly um and uh, and you can find that information as well on identity.foundation um on, on the site there To if you're interested in joining the users group and, uh, and and you know working with alongside others that are adopting this technology